Hello, welcome to Cheyenne Comic Guys. I'm DJJ. Jackson. And Zeb. Zeb. Zeb's a new guy. He's going to be jumping in on us, uh, with us. He's a fucking tits guy. He's a good guy to know. There's yeah. a lot of stuff. He just did a thing with his boobs. <laughs> so, um... Brenna's currently watching the children. Yeah. So. Yeah, mom, on mom duty. Cause... On mom duty. So, yeah, it's been a while since we've all been together. I put up one a few uh, weeks ago, so we're going to try to get better at this as time goes along. But uh, I guess we'll first jump into some comics. A big big release day today, 150, uh, Walking Dead. Did you read it yet? I have not. Uh, yes. I don't. I don't. I literally it. went from work to the bar. Yeah. And here. So. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> just to jump on that real quick, um, you guys may know uh, C3 here in Cheyenne's coming about, and me and Jackson actually went to a local brewery who's going to be uh, producing a uh, microbrew for the thing. Tried a few beers. Maybe yeah. one too many. Yeah, but, I mean, well, we had a flight each and then a pint. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I don't drink a whole lot, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, there were some really awesome beers. I think that if anybody's listening to this and is from Cheyenne, you should definitely go down there and check it out. Adam, um, him and his brother own the place, and they're really great guys. They jumped on working with us at Comic Con like it was nothing. So, and the, and the uh, the actual uh, place itself, uh, it's uh, Freedom's Ed Brewery Company. It's on Pioneer Avenue. Uh, I don't know the exact address. It's but like there's Pioneer big, and Fifteenth. Yeah, but it says brewery on it, so you can't miss it. But uh, it was a really good atmosphere. Really, I mean, they were playing cards against humanity when we went in there. So yeah, definitely, if you're in our area, if you're listening to this, like the three of you that do listen to this, <laughs> <laughs> all four of you. <laughs> Uh, check it out. It's it's really it, it's a really nice it's a really nice low key place I think. So um, yeah. So okay. So Walking Dead 150 came out. Uh, okay. I, I I'm so far behind. Zeb doesn't read. What are your expectations for? Okay. So <clears throat> I have not read 149 yet. I was going to haven't had a chance. I was trying to build up to it. Um, but in 148, the very last page and the last kind of I guess box or whatever they call it, panel. Panel, yeah. Um, uh, what's his face? Rick is going into Negan's cell and he's saying, I need your help. Oh, shit. Uh, oh, okay. I need to pick so, back up. <laughs> so the cover of 149 is of Negan. And um, the cover of 150 is also Negan. Well, it's actually Rick covered in blood with the 150 behind it. And they came out with a bunch of different variant covers um, for it, um, which are pretty awesome. Um, but as far as the story goes, uh, I can only imagine the things that are happening right now in that comic and kind of kicking myself in the ass for not reading it yet. So. Yeah, I know last night at the shop, Brenna was reading 149, getting ready for Exactly, that's what today. I was doing. I was reading last night, and then I had to go and get the children. See, they ruined everything. Right, kid. <laughs> um, and then I had to quit reading at 148, so I'll get around to it probably tomorrow. So. Yeah, well, yeah. Something I picked up, uh, talked about on last cast. Have you uh, Batman TMNT? You, oh yeah, that? I picked that up too. I have. Yeah, I like I said, C three has taken over my life. Yeah, Jackson so. <laughs> actually is uh, Paper Street Productions. Uh, if you need any work done, probably right now is not the best time. But <laughs> um, but yeah, he's doing all the website design and everything like that, graphics, and graphics and logos and everything for the site. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was. That number two came out today. I talked about it on the first podcast. Um, haven't read it, but yeah, no, I just want to throw a shout out because how was the first one, dude? It was 
awesome. If if like, I mean it's turtles and Batman. Yeah, you like, can't really like that's true. You can't that. really go wrong with that combination. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I mean, oh god, it was just so badass. Like basically at the end, Treaders like, dude, get the fuck out of here to Batman. You know, and it's just like, oh my god, it. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. And um, the God, I don't know what the newest issue. So I'm fucking no, I'm prepared. I had all this shit in my head, but uh, well, then we went and drank the flight. Yeah, of the pipe, so. <laughs> yeah, but the new TMNT that came out is pretty cool. Um, Michelangelo's with the Manimals, which is which is pretty sweet. Um, let's see what I, I did read this today. Um, Swamp Thing number one. Oh, how oh, is that? Nice, dude. It, it it's it's really good. Um. Kind of getting back to that uh, that older style man thing. Um, the uh, oh God, what's his name? The Stranger. I forget his name. Phantom Stranger shows up and yeah, it's it's really cool. It's it, you know it's starting off kind of slow, but you know at the end there's basically a zombie who tears man thing apart. I liked it. Swamp thing or man thing? Swamp thing. Swamp. Did I say man thing? You've been saying man thing. Oh, fuck, man. Goddamn <laughs> fights. That's okay. It's a podcast. I can say what I want. Hopefully people enjoy it for entertainment purposes. I don't know. I just said that. I don't like I'm trying to fucking justify it. It's my fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure if we had to rate this podcast, it'd be rated R. Oh, yeah. 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 Just like Deadpool. Just like, yes. And I'm glad that they're doing that. Yeah. Well, you can't. You can't, you can't have Deadpool without it being the blood, the gore. The inappropriateness, the humor. Okay, so uh, when they first gave it their rated R rating, um, Brenna told me about it. I was like, oh, they, they, they're going to do rated R for Deadpool or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's crazy. But it makes so much sense. But oh, yeah. What's funny is I have a five-year-old that goes to all these midnight releases with me. And so I'm, I'm trying to figure out whether or not I want to take her to Deadpool, you know. Um, See, with the take, rated her. R. take her. <laughs> yeah, David votes take her. Does that mean you're taking Dahlia? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See? <laughs> We're raising them right. Seth. We're raising them right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Raise them geek. I'm good with that. Yeah. I mean, my daughter knows who Deadpool is. He knows that he's a mercenary. She knows that he's a mercenary. She knows that he kills people. She, you know, has seen the comics. She's seen the blood and the gore. I mean... Well, and she's around us, so it's, not like, she's, us. it's yeah. not like she's not used to the language. Well, she exactly. watches Walking Dead, right? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, this kid, like, begged me to watch Annabelle yeah. for, like, months, and so I finally did, and she was like, that was awesome, and was not scared. So. See, yeah, and I mean, I remember, um, when I was, when I was younger, um, I couldn't go to sleep without, uh, I had, like, two, like, when you are little, you had, I had my favorite monster, which was, like, this little weird monster guy with a pickle nose, and I couldn't go to sleep without my Freddy Cougar doll. Like, I used to watch Freddy when I was, like, five years old. <laughs> You know, so I mean, I don't think it's bad parenting. I mean, it's just your kids are growing up. In that I atmosphere. remember that. I remember the first horror movie I ever watched. I was six years old. We were living in Boston, and I watched The Night of the Living Dead, black and white, the original. Right. Yeah. Whatever, you know, and ever since then, I have been a fan of horror movies. And see, I've never been a fan of horror movies. I like the spoof movies. Spoof. Okay. One of my favorites, Army of Darkness. I oh, did. Okay. Bruce okay. Campbell. Have you been watching Ash vs. Evil Dead? Yeah. I haven't. I need to Dude, it's... I downloaded uh, it. I'll bring it down. Okay, Dude, so. uh, yeah, Bruce Campbell uh, is awesome. You should be uh, picking up... I think they just did uh, Reanimated vs. Arm, uh, Army of Darkness. Should, those oh, really? The yeah. comics are really awesome, man. They're funny, just like the source material. Yeah, but I mean, I think... I, like I said, I mean, I, I mean, a lot of people say we're fucking animals for letting, you know 
children watch Deadpool, but they they're in this atmosphere where like I don't know. Well, I feel the better exposure, the the better, you know. Well, the thing about it is, is like us as parents and us as parents that read comics, they've already seen a lot of that. I mean, she's seen like she's my had, Deadpool comics. Yeah, it's not like she hasn't been exposed. Like to she totally was looking at the Deadpool comic. What was it, the last one where they were like they finally killed Deadpool or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And all the different ways that they tried killing him and all these different things, and she thinks it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean. I hope that I'm not raising a sociopath. I mean, I'm really not. It's a crime sheet. I don't think, you know, I don't think, I don't think it's a, I think it's fine. You know what I mean? I don't think it's not, you know, appropriate or whatever because it's just how it is. Well, I mean, here's, that's what entertainment is. I mean, 50 years ago, oh, yeah. if you showed somebody Deadpool, like, blasphemous. Oh, my God. Oh, you'd be shunned from the from the village. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I don't know. We're in a generation where, like, prime primetime TV is like Teen Mom and stuff. Like, I'd oh much God. rather have my daughter watch, watch you know, Deadpool, Deadpool than a people. bunch of teenagers yeah, getting teen pregnant. Mom. Or people getting drunk and having sex. Let me tell but, you. Good, I mean, you were raised Mormon, right? Was, mm-hmm. it pretty, was it pretty strict upbringing? Like, would your parents let you watch, like, rated R movies and stuff like that? Or At first they were opposed to it, but at, at some point they realized that... It was going to happen anyway. It was going to happen anyway. Yeah. I mean, I remember my first rated R movie. My parents flipped. It was Secret Window when I was 12. Oh, so good. And they that lost so it. Good. But that was such a was good movie. Was that the well, and it's also... That was the, that's the one with Johnny Depp yeah. where he's... The writer. And he's, he's the writer and he's writing about the Secret King. Window. And it's actually him. And it, yeah, it's actually yeah. him murdering all the people. Yeah. But, you know, eventually, like, it, it got to the point where I would go watch movies, rated R movies, with my parents. And we, yeah. my dad and I would have traditions. Like, we would go watch... The new Bond or the new Expendables or whatever was coming out, no matter what it was, we would go watch it. Well, and what constitutes a rated R film anyway? I think it's how many times there you use guidelines. And for those like of you at home, you can't see my well, air quotations. That yeah, I'm doing. Air guidelines. Guidelines. <laughs> yeah, I There's think criteria. It, it has to do with gore. How many times you say the word fuck? <laughs> And nudity. Um, and nudity, yeah. Well, like, then I'm pretty sure this podcast should be rated R. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... Well, if we said, like, fuck once, we might get PG-13. They're, they're allowed one in every yeah, PG-13 so. movie. I, I think and I'm pretty is, sure dude. if Samuel L. Jackson is in a PG-13 movie, he's guaranteed the one F-word on <laughs> Like, it's in his contract. Speaking like, of Samuel L. Jackson, Harrison Ford of Star Wars was recently awarded the highest paying actor in history. Now, he finally surpassed because he pe- he surpassed Samuel Jackson because of uh, Star Wars. And Wars while we're on the subject, I would like to point out so glad this finally happened. Star Wars has officially dethroned Avatar as highest grossing movie of all time. Yeah, seriously, yeah. Avatar was not that great. I, I watched like five minutes of it and I was like little fucking blue people like I was I wasn't into it it was, <laughs> okay, it was a love story it was a love story with aliens that's what it was <laughs> dances with wolves in space <laughs> yeah. hey! that's yeah, what it is perfect analogy of it where was Mel where was Mel Gibson now? okay <laughs> right we're, uh, so we're on Star Wars we are uh, episode seven okay. Force Awakens it's so yeah, it's I, been a I, month. I, we can talk about it. We're yeah. talking about it. Yeah, Spoiler alert. Yet, like, if you haven't watched it yet, it's your own fault. Yeah, seriously. Um, so I've heard a lot of different things. I've heard of people being like, oh, it's, it was just what, a no, remake of What was your and, opinion? What was Jackson's opinion? What was Jackson's opinion? Uh, I loved it. I loved every fucking minute of it. Yeah? Because so, it was a Star Wars movie that I got to see like in the theater with my kid. Yeah. And it was just like, I mean, introducing new characters and... 
you know, I just, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I can't wait till the next one. Yeah, I don't know. I loved it. It was, I mean, a lot of people try to say it's just a carbon copy of New Hope. I mean, yes, there's similarities, but I really liked how it was done. I'm like, Can we like talk about Captain Phasma for a second? I, She's going to be so badass at some point. Yeah, at yeah. some point. I was a little disappointed she was a little underused. Yeah. 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 I think they could have done a little bit more with her. But it's like a taste test. It's like... That's true. Yeah. 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 And, and if Finn and Rey ever do hook up, he will be the first Stormtrooper to hit anything. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I loved the movie. Uh, I had like two major problems with it. For one, like, what kind of fucking life did Han lead after fucking Return of the Jedi, dude? Right. He loses his goddamn spaceship. His son goes to the fucking dark side. Fucking kills all these ki- children. Then he's living on some shitty ship, you know, just, like, doing what he did before. Like, and then he gets fucking killed by his kid. Like, I just, like... That shit was <laughs> so coming, too. Like, you saw that, like... Oh, yeah. oh he's gonna turn like, it on. Like, oh, he's gonna turn it on. He's gonna stay. Yeah, oh. it's like, God, you know? Like, and I was just like... that. So I actually yeah. saw a picture today. It showed... Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn, and Harrison Ford as Han Solo, and both of them have a red lightsaber through them, and it said, who wore it better? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so the whole thing with him, like, getting killed and all that kind of stuff, I just, I've heard that he didn't want to do, like, the last three movies. Yeah, that's a well, lot. Like, he he well, like, well, think yeah. about it. At the end of Empire Strikes Back, he's frozen in carbonite. Yeah, he that's what wanted that was to, die. to be the end of him. He wanted the character to die, but George Lucas wouldn't let him brought him back for Return of the Jedi. I mean, so you see how his, kids, his kid is where he's all emo and, you know, childhood uh, okay. and all that kind of stuff. Can we okay. talk about the first, fatherless homes? The first, the first time when, when, when Kylo Ren first takes off the mask. Which I don't see think he Adam Driver done. No, I agree. First off, Adam Driver can smell the coffee in Colombia, but <laughs> if, if you've seen Grandma's Boy, yeah. The first thing I thought of when he took off that mask was JP from Grandma's Boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah another, another well, issue. Have you seen that Twitter account? Emo Kylo Ren? Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Have you seen the, the, the Twitter account Lonely Luke? Yes, I've seen that one, too. I've read some of, I've read some of those tweets. Oh, man. And then another, another issue I had is, like, this fucking Ray bitch, right? Like, she learns <laughs> about the Force, and in a fucking five minutes, she's pulling the fucking Jedi mind trick on fucking people. That and means she's, like, Skywalker. super crazy close to it. Yeah, though. but I mean, like, I mean, come on. Well, she is a Skywalker. I'm calling it now. She's she, she's Luke's daughter. Well, yeah, Absolutely. but I mean... But who with Captain Batman? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, Leia or Captain Phasma, what's his sister? But I wouldn't put it past Well, Ray's, Ray's not... Ray's not, you know, retarded. So, can't be looking like Like, what is it with fucking Star Wars and shitty dads, though? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, well, when you think Maybe about Lucas it... Maybe shitty dad. Well, yeah. when, right? <laughs> when you think about it, it, it makes sense. Luke was her dad, and he, he took her to Jakku to protect her. Because when... When, fucking, like when, ben, when Ben Solo... Went all nuts yeah, and, killed all, and killed all. She wasn't old enough to be a Jedi yet. She wasn't but there. Here's the thing and he the, took her away to keep her safe. Here's the one thing. I, so I sort of think that she's Luke's daughter. But the thing that gets me is that she's talked about a family that she had. It wasn't just a dad. It was a family. Well, she, she was, was young. It could have been Luke, Leia, Han. Yeah. 
I mean, it could have been. Yeah, and Chewie. Well, she still at that like. All right, your father. Like, this Jakku seemed like the perfect place to put your fucking child. You know, like she's fucking like scrounging fucking parts in these massive fucking star destroyers that are just fucking. You know, and then like, oh, here's like a little thing of little thing of bread. You know, what I mean, I think I think if anything, I think if Luke is her father, I think that he gave her for adoption or didn't know about her. He might not know about her. He that might, could also be fucking like fucking like stoop somebody in a bar. Yeah, he's like, I'd have fucking destroyed this bar. Boom, boom. Use the force, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you will suck my dick. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you will let me do that. <laughs> well, apparently that didn't work because he has a child. Yeah, they don't want it to work. <laughs> in the expanded universe, Luke does have a family. He has a wife and he has a son. But obviously, they're not going with that. with the expanded universe yeah. because in the expanded universe, Han and Leia have twins, which a lot of people are trying to use that to justify that Ray. Yeah, is I've heard that that Ray Kylo's, is Kylo's twin, but no, there's I no way. So. First off, there's the age gap, right? And second off, they would have recognized each other. No, not necessarily. Well, they're separated, separated at birth. Because like Luke okay, and Luke and Leia, Leia, yeah, you're gonna pull that on me. They didn't know each other, whatever. All right. But I don't. But overall, I think it was a great fucking movie. I oh think, yeah, I'm so stoked. For I think if eight. they pull the twin thing again, then we're gonna see a lot of recycling. And well, if they pull the twin thing, I will be disappointed that they yeah, can't come up exactly. with new ideas. Exactly. Yeah. But I mean, overall, I think Star Wars is. It, I mean, you can nitpick any movie, but it's generally like you were saying. You, you were able to take your daughter to a theater. It's a generational thing. You could have gone with your dad. Your grandpa. Oh, yeah, my dad went the next day, and if I didn't have, like, work stuff to do, I would have gone again. So. And see, I'm disappointed in myself with as much as I work. I haven't seen it since. I watched it midnight the 17th, and I haven't been since. I've only seen it once. I've only seen it once, too, unfortunately. We should should, uh, make a play date. A bro date. A bro date. Like, Saturday night, that Saturday night after we get back from wherever we're going, when I finally get Saturdays off. Yeah. We're going to go on a Denver, pop hunt. Remember? We're just going to go like... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Blah, yeah. Fucking finally found my uh, Punisher Nemesis and Death, Bath Time Deadpool pop. Oh, we're right. in Nebraska. Oh, my God. Do you have a picture of the Bath Time Deadpool? Yeah, we going to pull it up here. <laughs> um, and we, we finally finished our symbiote trio. And yeah. Now I'm waiting for them to come out with a toxin. Oh, or shit. Who knows what else. So, um, yeah, I've been on a kind of a pop kick and it's been fucking ridiculous but it's like all over your uh... atrocities versus sinestro that is the name of my wi-fi yes it is nice um what else oh yeah i read this new book uh you'll you'll probably dig it jack it's called the last contract uh it was done by boom studios it's like about this old dude um He's like just like living a peaceful life and all these like I don't know it's like kind of like red but it's I mean it's, it's pretty cool I, I, would I will say actually you know what I did read this week I read yeah. Bitch Planet number six oh yeah <laughs> because it hasn't been out in six months and so of course I was like you know caught up on it because six months <laughs> ago I was you know caught up on my comics but um that's amazing <laughs> right that is pretty cool um. Yeah, it was pretty incredible. I mean, it's totally like a feminist. Like, I feel like people think that only women read this comic, but 
Um, I think it's pretty awesome. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it or if you guys. Read yeah, it I've read, I haven't read Bitch. Plot. Haven't read it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, Dark Horse it's publication. Basically, like you know, the patriarchy is like taking over, and you know, women do what men say, and if not, they get sent to this planet called Bitch Planet, and it's got all these like you know non-conformal like women on there. Oh shit! Kind of, that sounds amazing. It's so good. I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to pick that up, man. There's. Like, I'm discovering, like, so many new comics. It's just getting so hard to, to keep up with it. To keep up, yeah, man. I exactly. mean, I have my old favorites, the, the, the true blues, but, uh, yeah, I mean, there's so many things. I'm behind on Batman, Batman, and I've never been behind on Batman before. <gasps> Unacceptable. Shit. I'm, like, two issues behind right now. I think I'm, like, no, I'm caught up on Batman. I'm caught up on I'm Batman. also behind on Outcast and Nailbiter. See, I dropped... I dropped Outcast. I just, I don't know, I wasn't feeling it. And then my daughter came and was like, oh, I like that comic book. And I was like, what the fuck? Why didn't you tell me? Like, right. Why doesn't she have a subscription box? Well, yeah, dude, I don't know. She's like, she's trying to get into the Flash. And she was like, you know, so, I mean, we're, we're working on it. I'm like, I bring her, you know, slowly. Step at a time. Step at a time. Baby steps, you know. That's right. Um, but uh, also another number one that came out today was uh, Green Lantern's Edge of Oblivion. Edge of Oblivion. Have you read it? It's a continuation of the Lost, Lost, Lost Army. Army. Lost Army. Okay. The Lost Army was a six run, six issue run, and as so is Edge of Oblivion. Basically, in Lost Army, a quick synopsis of the six issue run is um, they're sent through. From, oh gosh, what is it? Universe to universe, reality to reality, something along those lines. And they're in the previous universe. The one that, in the in the story, came before the one okay. they came from. Okay. The one that's doomed to die for the next one to take place. Yeah. And they're trying to get back. And they don't have their power rings? They, they have no way to charge their power rings? Eventually, I know. Eventually, they do. They yeah, do get the Mogo six. back on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were able to. And charging power rings. Do you have a Green Lantern and Hero Hood? Like the Lantern itself. I do. The power Did battery. You know that the ring fits in the top of it. Yes, it does. Huh? I put my my ring in there that Phil brought back from Salt Lake. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I need to get a register now. Yeah, I have the green and the blue power, power battery, the hero click. Okay. I actually did a trade with a guy a couple months ago. I got the blue power battery and all of the constructs. I want the black power battery. I want the orange one. That's <laughs> kind of self-explanatory. Oh, mine, red. Mine, mine, mine. Mine's the red one. Um, God, there should yeah. Have you? You haven't been reading Batman Europe, have you? No, I, I haven't, dude. But I haven't read it. Yet. It looks really good, dude. It reminds me a lot of Arkham uh, Asylum. Oh, really? The, the art, the storytelling is very dark and cryptic, and it's like super fucking weird. Because in in a nutshell, dude, Batman and Joker have to work together. That's like, crazy. Like, yeah, like really, it, dude. It's so fucking. There have been times in the past that they've had to do that. Yeah, they've had to work together. But it's Brian and uh Azraelio and they're coming out with another one god I forget what it's called but this guy this Brian guy I mean he's really like I think he's gonna he take over the Joker book the Joker yeah book yeah which was yeah. oh god I so, love that dude yeah. it's like probably my top five trades of all time I know. but uh I think he's 
like, honestly, like, as much as I, like, who's the current right now, Batman? God, I forget his name. Great Scott movie. Snyder. Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, yes. Speaking of Scott I, Snyder, has anybody heard anything about witches when that's coming back? I had no, no, no. I, yeah, I was, yeah, I was reading witches. Yeah. Yeah, because it's it, been out for, it's like Bitch Planet just stopped all of a sudden. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I have no idea, because that was a, that's not an image title. Well, so did Suiciders, yeah. which I'm not happy about. Yeah. They need to bring Suiciders back. I really well, like that. Because, right. well, that was a Lee Banginaro title. I mean, a lot of these guys are super big, like Scott Snyder, I mean, Batman writer. So, I mean, maybe his contractual obligations to DC led him to go back. But, um, uh-oh, someone's vibrating. That's not saying anything. So, yeah, because, yeah, I love witches, too, because that was done by Jacques. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm just, I think Brian is, uh, as well as I can't slowly take him as my favorite writer for Batman. Like, as sad as that to say, but I mean, he's on the Joker, he's doing that Batman Europa. Like, I love the Snyder stuff, I'm not going to lie. I uh, yeah, I, I'm not Tim Sale, though. Oh, see, Tim Sale. And then Tim Seeley's fucking dope, too. Yeah. Seeley is nice. I actually have uh, a Seeley autograph cover. Yeah. From the Death of Wolverine well, run back in, um, gosh, forever ago. It wasn't even. It's been over year. a year. Yeah. yeah. It was. Either. It was from last December, December of 2014. It was. I can't remember which one it was. It was like issue number two, I think, of like the Logan Legacy. It's the one with X23 on the cover. But it was. Greg Nolan did an alternate for that at Salt Lake. And I got him to sign mine. Nice. That yeah, he did that awesome. at GameStop. Greg Hart's really cool. I, I don't know. I have that in there. I have that in there with my sign, like uh, like my Deathstroke number one signed by Manu Bennett, and uh, I have an Amanda Connor variant signed by Amanda Connor variant of Secret Wars number one. Yeah, we have so much stuff signed by Amanda Connor because Brenna is a huge Harley Quinn fan. Oh, yep, yep, yep. So we have so much Harley stuff. So we have issue number zero signed by her. Um, Chad Harden, Tim Sale, because he did a thing in it. Uh, didn't you Hardy and something or other? Didn't you and Brenna get the Harley Quinn Little Black Book variants from December? Yeah, she won't let me open them. Okay, <laughs> see, we've already okay. Megan and I already discussed this, and we even discussed this with Kara. Yeah, and Kara agrees. They're worth more open. Because you don't know what you have until you open it. Like, I can show you. I have, I'm not proud to say, I probably have probably 25, 30 of those variants. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I have... You went a little nuts there. I have four Wonder Woman variants. I have... Well, a bunch of them, I only have, like, two. Yeah. But I have, like, four Wonder Womans. I'm waiting for Megan to get more of the Flash variants in. But She's got a Green Lantern in right now. Yeah, I have like three Green Lanterns, three Green Arrows. It's cool because they did three different variants. They did the pencil sketch. Now, do you have doubles? The ink, black one. I probably do. Yeah. So if I have any doubles, you're welcome to. Yeah. I, I, well, I'm just wondering, like, out of all the ones that you bought, how many doubles do you have? So. A couple. I I know I have doubles of um, what was it? Was it Justice League or Justice League of America cover? I have a couple God, doubles. Yeah, and then I have doubles of Wonder Woman. And then I can't remember. I know, like Superman and Batman are the ones are a couple of them that I only have two of. 
But how does I mean how do you guys feel about opening things? I personally I open things. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, but some I, some I, things I don't know why, some things like, I don't open. Like my Marvel Selects, my Marvel well, Legends, yeah, I have, haven't opened. What about like the DC Direct? Well, you're you're more of a DC guy, but like yeah. you know, the DC Direct you get. Those boxes are easily open. I, yeah. I have them open. It's like pop box. Like I think, depending on the pop, yeah. Like I have that gold Batman GameStop, Mary. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah, and like my Canadian EB Gray Claptrap. I haven't opened that one, but like obviously I opened some of them. We did the only. Well, you have a Venom right there, Kotobukiya Venom. That's I do, the and I really want to open it, and I really don't. But that box is meant to be open. Yeah. I know. I just haven't done it yet, and it's really awesome. I really like the the play arts. I mean, I like my my Carnage Kotobukiya, I had to open that because I mean, there's no way you can't open that. Most of the statues. We or those um, the the Blaze bombshells that you and I have. Oh god, I love that. Fucking Red Lanterns. When's that coming? Shit coming back on. Did you ever read the Red Lanterns? Dude? No, I didn't. Well, did you finish yeah. reading the entire yeah, run? I did. They're gone. Shut up. No, they're not. Okay. They're did you did you read the Futures and one shot? Deal. Did you read the Futures and one shot? Guy Gardner just is like. Oh, He's God, Guy Gardner goes blue and cures them all. Which I will admit they ended it on a pretty awesome note. I mean, you can't beat. Blease with her wings covered in red rings, squaring up against Rancor with chainmail made of red lantern rings. Yeah. Like, you can't get more badass than that. I'm yeah. sorry. I just miss atrocities, man. And Dagstar, dude. I just miss Dagstar is awesome. He's... Yeah. Really nice I think the most I know about lantern, the lanterns is I did the, like, I read the, like, Blackest Night stuff and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. And I, I and agree with you. more of, like, the Heroclix set. Yeah. yeah. So. They need to bring Black Larflees. The Orange Lantern, because they didn't end off, they didn't they didn't off him. They just ended him on a cliff note. But the only reason his title ended is because the artist only signed on for a twelve issue run, and they never got anyone to pick up the contract. Well, yeah, and I like I said, I feel and like this is. I mean, I know uh, Brett will probably kick me in the balls, but just like with Marvel pushing everything fucking Deadpool. DC's doing everything fucking Harley Quinn. Like, yeah. Harley Quinn on a fucking Green Lantern cover. Harley Quinn on a Wonder... Like, Harley Quinn I don't, on I don't think she would kick you on balls. I think that she enjoys Harley Quinn. She enjoys Amanda Connor and <laughs> Jimmy Palomani, Chip Palomani, whatever his name is. And, but... And it's, she, of course, picks up everything that has It's Harley popular. Quinn. It sells. But she mostly, like, besides Harley Quinn, Brenna reads indies. Yeah, it's, so, and she picked up that uh, Super Zero. Yes. That came she, out from right, Aftershock. Texted should, me about a bunch of comics she added to her subscription list. Let me see what she added here. Yeah, I, I really like the indies. I'm real. I can't wait for them to find for them to get in the next couple issues of Salvagers. Yeah, that's a really good title. <laughs> it's, I, I, yeah. I have a bunch of the Salvagers, the first three or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I have the first three, and uh, for me, it really appeals to me because I know you guys game probably not as much as I do, but it really it really strikes a resemblance to one of my favorite games, Borderlands. Okay. Like, I'm not gonna lie, the four main people in Salvagers look a lot like the four main characters in the original Borderlands game. Now, granted, you know, there's some differences, but, I mean, a big, bald, muscly brute, an ex-military, his female companion, and then a scavenger. 
That's space. Yeah. There, it, it's a lot like Borderlands, and I'm not knocking it for that. I think it's great. Yeah, I, I love the title, and I can't wait to read more. I thought it was fun. I mean, it's not. It doesn't take itself. I, I like anything to do with space. It, yeah, anything to do well, with space. And like, like letter forty four. Yeah. Oh, letter forty four is fantastic right now. I'm I'm a little you know I'm a little torn because I kind of want to keep up with what's going on, but then again. It'd be so hard for me to try to find all those single issues. I'm getting the volumes as they come out, which I just finished volume Bob, three. Yeah. Borrow them. Yeah, I have the issues. Okay. Because I know I will I will buy the volumes as they come out. Yeah. And because I, I just finished volume three, and that came out last Wednesday, I believe. Or maybe it was two weeks ago. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's done by Charles Scholl, who, if you listen to this podcast before you said to... Uh, you know that pretty sure three of the four that listen to it are in this yeah, they, yeah. They, they they found out it was rated R and dropped down. Yeah, they're like fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, uh, Charles Schultz is one of our favorite writers. Um, he's actually doing Daredevil. Have you guys read that? Uh, I picked up Daredevil and I really like it. I've heard so many good things about that yeah. Daredevil and that issue oh, yeah, number one flew up to Super Zero. Yeah, see, so okay, so Super Zero. Yeah, it's another. It's actually, and I want to drop on this too. Aftershock Comics. Um, is launching and uh, it came out with their first issue, which is or their first titles, which is Super Zero, Screaming Eagles, and uh, I think this and then, uh, this next month there's a bunch of other ones. I mean they 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 pretty much got a lot of superstar artists, uh, Amanda Connor, Brian Azero, uh, Garth Ennis, and I actually got uh, Screaming Eagles number one, which is about the Tuskegee Airmen. Okay, cool. Oh, nice. And it, it's actually really cool. Like if you enjoyed war stories or anything like that. Um, well, and you don't really see people of color in comics. Yes, and uh, yeah, and so it's, it's really it, nice. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and it, it's really good. Like it, it reminds me of this. It, uh, Strange Fruit. It came out. It was like essentially like in the 1940s. Strange Fruit. I feel like I've heard of that. Yeah, it, it sounds familiar. Like basically, this black guy comes from outer space and starts killing white people. Like I think it's really good that you know they're kind of hitting that social tones, but it, it's weird because it's written by white guys. You know. <laughs> Right. Huh. But Garth Ennis, like, he did War Stories, which is, he, I mean, he's established, like, a really good writer. So, I mean, it, it's really well done and really, you know, I, I actually, if you go to Shiny Comic Guys uh, on Facebook, uh, I actually posted a review of it. Um, it's, it's, yeah. But, yeah, Aftershock has some good stuff coming out. Just keep an eye out for that, man. I, I, yeah, I know you're not. They, so they're a new comic company. Yeah, they're a new comic company. They just launched uh, their first titles. We, um, should, we should talk to them about comics. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're a huge artist. Uh, like I said, Garth Ennis, Brian Ozezo, um, I don't know. I need to learn how to pronounce the name. Um, Amanda Connor. Uh, there's somebody else. Um, well, and she generally works with Jimmy Palomani. Right Isn't that her, is like, doing it? husband? Her husband. Yeah, and they work together on Harley Quinn and other uh, titles as well. So, um, and I don't know if you guys are as big of a fan as I don't know. Is I I don't really think I'm as big of a fan. I love the original, but last Wednesday, actually, a new comic started. Oh yeah, Dread. Oh, yes, God. Dread. Uh, what what is it? Yes, I read it. Oh God. What did you think, dude? It was. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, okay, so we'll we'll jump back to Dread, but okay, Aftershock. I really want to pimp these guys. Uh, okay, so American Monster. It's written by Brian as as Azarella. Azarella, thank you, and done by uh, Wando. I've never heard of him. The ugly. Okay, and this is American Monster number one. It drops on the twentieth. 
In a small Midwestern town, a large man with a horribly scarred face gets off the bus and takes the room. The, uh, he spooks the locals. Nobody knows him, or do they? Uh, it's impossible because he seemingly has no face. The man's intentions remain unknown until he takes on a corrupt sheriff in a rich... So, okay, it sounds like it's kind of like a uh, walking tall kind of deal. Like, he comes back into town. Like, he obviously has a history with the town and is trying to set it straight. But again, you know, with that writer... Screaming Eagles, like I said, it's going off the true events from Tuskegee Airmen. It's just a different way to tell it. I love it. Um, yeah, in, Insects. This one looks kind of interesting too. Replica. Um, spacey, so you might dig it. I don't want I don't want to read them all to you, but go to it's aftershock.world. Check out their series. Um, oh, this second site looks pretty good too. Um, he's like, he can go into time and, like, see through the eyes of psychotic killers. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. So it's, like, kind of a, reminds me of uh, From Hell. Who was that guy that wrote that? Guy? Johnny Depp. No, not the movie. Uh, oh, like Johnny Depp. Um, <laughs> he did The Watchmen. Oh. God damn it, dude. I'm, like, kicking myself. Wait, what? Wrote The Watchmen. Um, dude, I'm done. I'm, done. I'm not a comic guy now. I just lost it. Yeah, Super Zero. I mean, there's just some heavy hitters. Give me your, give me your, give me your nerd card. I need to cut a quote of cards. Oh, right, right, right. Steve <laughs> Gibbons, Alan Moore. Alan Moore, yeah. Yeah, Alan Moore. So, I mean, yeah, check them out. Aftershock.world. Um, th- yeah, it's, th- there's some good stuff coming out. But going back to Dread, yeah, I, I, I dug it. Like, he's, you know, dealt, he's stuck with these little fucking kids that, like, kind of annoy him, but the, he needs them. In yeah. The Savage and it, it, well, because it... It, it feels it feels to me like I don't know how, but he is in the future now because there's you know there's no judges it's you know they're they're robot sentinels and he's in Mega City One but it's a wasteland it's just vegetation everywhere there's no city I feel like it's you know because dread dread to us is the future it's post apocalypse having to survive in this one city because the rest of the world's uninhabitable, and now the future for him is, like, the world starting over. Right, right. And now and he's trying to figure out how to survive because he's he's so used to being in Mega City 1. Right. I never did the, never got into the dream thing. I saw the movie. It was about <laughs> the it. original or the new one? The newest one. So ah. That's about it. That's a badass. But I don't know, like, a lot of people knock on it, but I kind of like the one with Stallone. I am the law! <laughs> yeah. Like, I just... Yeah. Stallone is Stallone. Yeah, dude. So, you can't really... You... He's the Italian stallion. Exactly. Like how I'm going into this. Watch this little transition. So, Stallone. Yeah. Uh, did Rocky, right? Uh, Creed came out. Uh, the director, Ryan Coogler, Coogler, is set to direct The Black Panther. Oh. Finally. It's about time he gets some damn screen time. Yeah, I think he... Are they going to do an, an origin story, though? I think it'll... Uh, no, I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope they're smart. Because I feel like... They bring is. him in hard and heavy, and then they do snippets of is origin. Is he be in Civil War? Yes. Civil War? Yes, he will be in Civil War. Okay. I believe he's is Team he? Cap. No, he's neutral. He's neutral. Oh, that's right. He's one of the neutrals. He's neutral. As opposed to Spider-Man who switches sides. Because originally ah. he gets his iron suit and then it's like fuck you Iron Man. Now that's how it goes in the comic, but but 
Guys, on the, honestly, I'm gonna be honest with this. With the Civil War coming out, I'm like, I'm gonna need you guys. Like, I'm emotionally devastated because they have to kill Cap. I know, and I know he's your hero. God, it's gonna fucking suck. Although, like, I wonder I, how Chris Evans feels about it. <laughs> like, dude, no, he's he stated that like he's like he loves the character, but he's ready to be done. Yeah, because when you're doing all these movies, you know, basically a movie every year. Yeah, you know, he, he can't really, as an actor, you know, you well, can't do much well, else. Well, he gets typecasted. Exactly. As a superhero. And he has. He's been in The Losers. Uh, he, he was, was in the original Earth. rendition. Of, well, not the original, but he was in the early 2000s, Fantastic Four. Yep, I remember Which, that. he's one of the few that's actually played two different Marvel heroes. Yeah, and he was in The Losers. Which, which I, I loved that movie, The Losers. Yeah. I know movie. this is old news. It's been out for, what, 10 years plus? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I... I thought that movie was hilarious. Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah, it was a really good movie. Um. So yeah, Civil War. What else? Uh, this is a big year for Cap. Is my favorite Marvel superhero. Dude, yeah. Although I'm, I'm reading the current series, and I'm gonna kind of go on a tangent here. But, and they have to be probably doing like tying up because of the movie they're gonna bring Cap back, like Steve Rogers as Captain America is currently Captain Falcon, um, Sam Wilson. But it's just like. I don't know. Like, it's really bogging me at the big two because besides Batman, who gets the royal treatment, they're always going to put those characters, you know, those... Yeah. Him and Superman are always going to have the top of the top artists. But, like, it, with a lot of these titles, they're just kind of throwing shit at him. Like, I don't know what the fuck... Like, it's, he's Cap Wolf again, which, I mean, I like seeing Cap Wolf, but the storyline's convoluted. It doesn't make sense. It's really fucking cheesy. I don't like, know. The last time I heard Batman, it's been really fucking weird with what's-his-face, the fucking... Mr. Bloom. Yeah, but right. but then again, you're in the Bat Mythos, and like, yeah, you have to really think hard to come up with a new villain for Bat, you know, for Bat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got when you got like the crazy fucking quote, you know, like uh, Egghead, you know. So yeah, I just feel like the the big two, like they're they're putting their money all into like whatever selling, like like. Come on, put some like granted they, they brought in Charles Scholl and Bendez on Daredevil, but like Captain America, you know, is notoriously one of the more popular. Like fucking Spider Man had gets the royal treatment too, you know. But they're just popping shit out left and right, and it just doesn't feel like they're yeah, right that they're concentrating on. Yeah, they're just yeah. It's like developing. Show show those characters that like, you know, like yeah, everyone loves Unbeatable Squirrel Girl, but show like those characters that built. Your company is yeah. respect, you know. And maybe that's just me. Maybe it's just I don't like that particular storyline. But, like, I mean... I, I haven't read any of it, so... Yeah, I was actually uh, talking to Matt Brennan, one of the, the local subscribers, and he was talking about, like, uh, how his favorite is Ghostwriter, and, like, it's just been shit since he uh, came back. But, um, Marvel Knights. You need to redo Marvel Knights. Absolutely. Did you ever read Punisher, it? Yeah. Daredevil... No, well... No, yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil was a knight, yeah. yeah. I I really am. Yeah, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I'm, I would be pretty excited to see that, and I'm pretty excited about the Daredevil show on Netflix, like bringing in Punisher. Exactly. Uh, I was yeah. just going to talk about that. I love that they're doing that, and I'm I'm I don't know if you guys have had a chance. I haven't finished it, but have you guys had a chance to watch any of Jessica Jones yet? I have not because I refuse to do it. That's right. Movie. You're waiting until you finish the graphic novels. I don't blame you. <laughs> I really like it. Because it's a lot, it's it's like Daredevil. It's not, how do I want to put this? It's dark. 
I've they show you, they read, show you the nitty gritty side of Marvel. I read an article today talking about that, and um, they were talking about her, and they're talking about Stanza from Game of Thrones and like rape culture in these like shows and movies and stuff like that. And so I think that's really interesting. So yeah, because something that should be discussed, you know. Yeah, and I think I think it's it's a good a good lesson I should say that the whole point of this season of Jessica Jones is that she's dealing with. I mean, a man, manipulative person. Yeah. He literally controls people. Kilgrave. Yeah. Literally controls people. Once he's come in contact with them, he can control them. It's not indefinite. It, it's got a time limit. Eventually, yeah. it wears off if he's nowhere near him. But he's controlling her, and in, throughout the show, you get flashbacks of her past when she was yeah. under his control because this is all afterwards, and she's trying to stop him. Main, the main focus of the season is trying to... Establish a character. Kind of. She's trying to keep... Heal. Yes, exactly. She's trying to heal. Heal. She is. She is... It. It's sometime after she's out of his control and... She gets a case where this girl's abducted and... He's... She it's finds him. out. It's, it's him. Great, He's so. using this, this um, 19, 20-year-old girl to get to her yeah. and... You know, I'm not going to lie. The, the, the first episode has a very grisly ending. Yeah. And she's she's trying to catch him. She's trying to stop him because that's the only way to prove this girl's innocence. And I, I think it's great that it shows a darker side of Marvel. I mean, yes, yeah, Avengers I, are fantastic. Cap, well, Iron Man. Well, you always Man, think of like Thor. Batman and stuff like that. Batman being like really dark and brooding. <laughs> and then you see these Marvel characters and they're... Yeah, Marvel sunshine, yeah. yeah, sunshine and and, and, and flowers and, and comedy. I mean, like the Avengers exactly. movies are fucking hilarious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, but it's nice that we have Jessica Jones and Daredevil Green. for the darker Green. side. Yeah, because well, I absolutely, yeah. I absolutely loved the first season of Daredevil. I'm yeah. so excited for season two. I'm glad they're bringing in Punisher. I think it's a good casting choice. John Berthold or whatever his name. Yeah, John Berthold from Walking Dead. He was also in. Um, I don't know if you guys ever watched the movie coming, kind of coming back to Stallone actually, in uh, Grudge Match. Still, uh, Sylvester Stallone and uh, oh, I can't think of the other guys. Robert De Niro. De Niro. Yes, he plays Robert De Niro's son, who helps him train yeah. to get to do this <laughs> Grudge Match. You know, it's actually kind of funny. We're talking about like how the, the contrast between Marvel and DC, but like as far as television goes, the the. Uh, Marvel stuff is really kind of dark, you know, Daredevil and, and Jessica Jones. But the TV side of DC yeah. well, is all... Arrow's kind well, of Arrow's tar- dark, dark, and Arrow, uh, Flash Flash Season 2, I know you have Arrow has gotten so cheesy this season. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you that one. It's, I mean, I still love it, but it's gotten wicked cheesy. The Flash, to me, honestly, oh, that and Gotham. I love fucking Gotham. Gotham is so good. I think, because it, it's like, it's... But Gotham is what Batman is. Gotham is dark and... It is, and I love it, dude. And like Gritty. the guy who plays Oswald Qualified, like I don't know, like I think he. I can't remember his name right now. Yeah, I don't Robert. Know. Yeah, but Robin. Something. He is. I don't know, man. Like when I think like a penguin now, I think him. Just like when I think Joker, I think Mark Hamill. You know, like I, like to me, like now that's my penguin. You know. Yeah. I love, and then I really love Robin Fish Mahoney. Yeah, Robin Taylor. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, and that's it's interesting that you're able to come away from that because a lot of people like can't see past Danny DeVito as yeah. as Penguin. No, like, well, a lot of people so can't see past Jack Nicholson as the Joker. Oh no, no, well, I, I think he's, or or Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger is Heath, like, Heath Ledger was amazing. I'm. I know they're going a different route with this Jared Leto Joker, but I don't know about this. I'm, I'm, I, I love the teeth. I'm, I can't do it. It's. I love it. They're going for a different Joker because just like Joker's been written in comics, he's always had this different tone. Yep. And I think they're going for more of the. I mean, like basically, well, Heath Ledger I mean, was like the '66 an- series to now. I mean, you've seen well, yeah. so many different kinds of Jokers. And- no, I think like. Yeah, like Heath Ledger, I would say he's probably more the anarchy. He's Joker. the anarchist Joker. Like, yeah. Jared Leto is the psychopath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's just the straight... And with Jack of... Nicholson, we had, like, the just crime like, boss. Yeah, yeah, like the big yeah. guy. Like the mafia kingpin. And with, uh... Well, there's so many, like, Joker, like, origin stories, too, that, like... I don't know. I think the mystery of Joker will never be solved. God, and I was And so I love that. Because yeah. at the end of Batman, um... Uh, the dark side war you see him in that goddamn Morbius chair and you know Joe Chill confesses to killing his parents whatever we know that but he's like Alfred I got one more mystery to solve and he's fucking looking looking at a screen Joker and then continued in Justice League 44 picked up nothing I'm like god you motherfuckers I thought that maybe just maybe you know they're never gonna do it yeah, I can't because that's. I mean, that's like one of the great mysteries. Maybe. That is that is one of the greatest mysteries. It's like the Untouchables. Like you, can, you know, you can't bring Uncle Ben back to life. Uh, you know, so it's one of those. Okay. One of those pivotal. One of those pivotal. That pivotal yeah. information. Without Uncle Ben dying, Spider Man's not Spider Man. Exactly. Well, he's not the same Spider Man. He's the same thing with Bruce's parents dying. I mean, he doesn't become Batman without that. That's true. Yeah, and we all we've all seen what happens when Barry Allen tries to keep his mother from dying. God, dude, that broke my heart. I always watch that season finale. I fucking cried, dude. Because he's just, like, going back to save his mom. And you see, like, the future Barry Allen's like, no, uh, uh, uh. He's like, trust and me, don't just, do it. Uh, God. And that the Flash is probably the closest to, to... I'm not a big Flash guy, but I know the mythos. And that to me, that seems like the closest mythos that than any other TV show or movie we're, like, seeing. I mean... Yes, I really like how they're doing this Flash. God, and I, I love that guy who plays Captain Cold, dude. He's such a good actor, man. He is perfect. Wasn't he in Prison Break? He was in, he prison, was in prison, prison Break, break. yeah. He yeah. is a great actor. I and the guy that. who plays the, it's not Firefly, but the Pyro. Firestorm. Fire. No, Firestorm's Robbie. Oh, Robbie, Robbie Amell, yes. Okay. Which, the, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the guy that runs with Captain Oh, Heatwave. Heatwave, yeah. He fits it perfectly. He too. was in Prison Break, too. He was the brother. I would really like to see them use these characters for these movies, but I already know they're not. Yeah, them. which is it's stupid. What the fuck? Exactly. I mean, they have something perfectly good going for them right now. Especially with the Flash, it, it's one of the highest rated shows. Like it's competing with fucking CSI and CIS. I mean, one of the things that I wonder is that maybe they just don't think that these actors are movie. Quality. Quality. Why? I mean... Yeah. And nobody really takes the CW seriously. Let's talk about that. It's not Fox, it's not ABC, it's not CBS. I think they are now. I think they're making a lot of headway. I mean, the CW has ready... always been producing for the last five years. has been, like, you know, Teenage Girl. Diaries. Yeah, and Teenage Girl. Teenage Girl stuff. So. Oh, gosh, don't even get me started on Jane Virgin. But uh, next, or is it next week, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Starts. Yes, I'm really looking forward I'm really to that. I'm excited to that. Yeah, the only thing I'm Brown. not... The only thing I... 
am disappointed with with all this DC TV show. And it's it's something small, it's something stupid, but the the character choice, not even the actor choice, but the character choice for Firestorm. Robbie and Neil? No. Not the character not the actor, the character. Which he is the good one. Oh, the one that's split? Yeah. Firestorm in the TV show, they're having as Ronnie Raymond, yeah. football star, and the professor. Doc, professor. Yeah. I can't even remember his name. The professor, which to me, like, I maybe this is just New Fifty Two in my blood, whatever. But to me, Firestorm is Ronnie Raymond and Jason Rush. No doctor. He's the one who creates it, but he's not Firestorm. And I don't know. Just I really like the actor that plays him. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's, he plays it well. It's a perfect casting, casting choice. I just don't like the fact that they use a different character. Use yeah. a different character. It bothers me when they do that. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I think they're really shooting themselves in the foot with not having... Um, and then this whole, this whole thing, they have a completely new person. Well, you guys haven't seen any of season two of Flash yet. I don't know if you have, Jackson. No, I haven't watched it. You have? Well, when they... they now, I'm up to date. Now with, with Ronnie Raymond gone on Earth 2, which they think he's dead. We all know he's on Earth 2. Yeah. But with him gone... I really like that they brought the Earth 2 thing in, though. I do, too. With Flash. That's, yeah, that's... It's pretty awesome. It's a bold step, man. Which, yeah. they're actually there's actually talk of Ronnie Raymond, the actor Robbie Amell, coming back as Deathstorm. Which, if they do that, they're going even further away from what they should be doing because Deathstorm isn't Earth Two; he's part of the crime syndicate on Earth Three. Yeah. Which I know is confusing I mean, for I those of, for the four of you who are listening to this. The three, I'm telling you, one dropped off when we were in the dark. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> yeah, his wife stopped listening. Yeah. Showed um, up. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean Earth, Earth I Two mean, is fantastic. If they're bringing up Earth Two, though, I mean, why not bring up Earth Three? Well, yeah, but not yet. But not yet. No, I mean, no, I wouldn't. Well, say yeah, we gotta be careful, and you gotta also think too. If they go too far into the mythos, you're gonna lose a lot of people because as much they as know people the basic those guys, most yeah. people know the basics. Like people watch Flash because yeah, I mean, we watch it because we like Flash, we like the mythos. But some people watch it because oh, it's he's a guy and... who's in love with the girl who doesn't love him back, and he's dealing he with all really these fast. emotions. And I am so glad that they brought in. Patty Spivet in the season two. Yes. Because, yes. I'm sorry, I am not... Well, and Jay, what's his face? The, the, Jay Garrick. Jay Garrick. Because he's flashed to Earth 2. Yeah. But I'm so glad that they brought in Patty Spivet. I think she is such a crucial character to the Flash universe. Well, yeah, not just because he's his, she's his wife. I mean, yeah, it gets him away from feeling for what's-her-face. Yes, Iris. Guy. I do not oh. like the Barry Allen-Iris-West combo. It doesn't fit. It doesn't I like work. Iris, though. She's it's, hot. It's like... Barry Allen and Iris-West is like Peter Parker and Mary Jane. Just like doomed to fail. It's doomed to fail. It's not gonna last. Everybody wants it to happen, but it's not what's meant to happen. Well, and if they bring in Patty now, like, you have to wonder, like, is he gonna ruin his relationship with her to be with Iris? If they do that, I might have to start stop watching. You're, you're gonna be like, because I'm going to write to the writers of the show. Mark Guggenheim, <laughs> you listen to me, sir. <laughs> no, like, I really like they're doing it because, I mean, like. That like, stuff comes back on this week, doesn't it? Yes, it starts next Tuesday. 
I'm so excited. Next next week is going to be a very jam packed week. Uh, I've Super, been Supergirl, my Netflix. Supergirl continues yeah. on Monday nights, which I don't know if you guys watch it. I really like. We it. watch it. Yeah, we watch it. I haven't watched it. I really like the first two episodes. I was like really unsure about. Dude, but then I thought I got better. No, you got okay. fucking hard on when you saw Martian Man. I don't fuck. That's what it was. Okay, <laughs> okay. okay. I'm not gonna lie. I may or may not have broken Soden's shoulder when Martian Man appeared. Oh my god! When I saw that shit, I was like, Brett. Do you know what that is? <laughs> like, sit yeah. up and She's like, no. Well, because like, I... Because like, as, as it was happening, I was realizing it like five seconds before yeah. they were like doing all this, yeah. you know. You know, when they did the whole reveal, yeah, I, you know, not all aliens that land on this planet are good and are, are bad. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a couple of them, like Hawk Girl and Martian Manhunter and this and that. And he's like, you know, we, I, I made a deal. He's like, you know, I, I'm not a bad alien. She said, well, if you're not Hank Henshaw, why do you look like him? And that's when it kind of hit me a little bit. I'm like, all right, well, Martian Manhunter is a shapeshifter. Yeah. He can take whatever form he wants. Yeah. And at that moment, it kind of struck me. And I thought, no, they won't do that in Supergirl. Yeah. And then sure enough, he's, I mean, he goes on really and he's like, man, Martian man. If you're, unless he's he's comic so, reader, they have no idea he, is. he is so underrated. He, Dude, did he you read is. the comic, the Martian Manhunter comic? Absolutely. Absolutely. I need. I need. I. I I'll probably wait till I got a couple of Martian. I love Martian Manhunter too, but no, like I just don't waste them on a fucking low budget TV show on CBS. Like there's so much to that fucking character. Like he needs to be on the goddamn Justice League. He okay. needs to be up there with Can the. Can we talk about the Justice League movie? Yeah, let's. let's How that. they have not announced the Green Lantern. That kind of bothers me a little yeah. bit. It worries me as to what they're doing. They got Aquaman, they got Wonder Woman, they got Batman, they got Superman. Close the hand. They need Martian Manhunter. They have Cyborg, but they, they're going with Cyborg yeah. instead of Martian Manhunter. Yeah, they're, picking, Manhunter. they're yeah. picking Cyborg as the, like, as the seventh Really? Man. Really? Martian Man, like Cyborg Mar- over Martian Manhunter. Martian like, Manhunter is one of the original. Yeah, like he's one of the seven founders. Put yeah. Cyborg on fucking dumbass Supergirl and put fucking Martian Manhunter in the movie where they can have the budget for him to turn into those yeah, fucking dragons. Yeah, but what would what would keep me watching Supergirl Martian Manhunter was that? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> They're like Jackson's that one. You got, no, we got to get that Jackson. That well, how many, how many Jacksons are there out there, though, that are, like, watching the show, kind of checking it out, and then they fucking see Martian Manhunter, and they're like, well, oh, I'll be watching this now, you know? Oh, yeah. And I mean, then, when they... When they, they brought Cyborg in, I'd be like, eh, whatever. Exactly. He's... <laughs> They're throwing him into the movie as filler because they know people are going to go watch the, the movie. The only Cyborg I like is from Teen Titans Go. No, he's just yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're not allowed to say those words. Two times go. Because that show is abomination, and it is a disgrace to the original Teen Titans show. It's it, hilarious. Well, it, I agree. It's not, but it's my kids gish. watch it. It's, it's gish for the kids. It's it. It. My daughter knows yep. who Raven, Cyborg, Beast Boy. Like all these people are. It's helping her get into it, just like uh, Superhero Squad yep. helped her get into a lot of Marvel characters. So. Maybe an abomination to, you know, some people. And a disgrace to the Teen Titans name, but... Carnage number three, Zeb. Oh, gosh. Where are we at in Carnage? What's going on in Carnage? He is... Let's not talk. Jackson hasn't read it yet. Oh, okay. That's one you want to read? Yes. That's a Marvel. Okay, what about... Did you get totally awesome Hulk? 
No. Oh gosh. Did you? I don't know how I did though. I don't know how I feel about it. I am. I am one hundred percent Hulk. Like I love the Hulk. He's always been one of my favorites. I love the story. I'm. I'm gonna sidetrack here a little bit, and I want. I want everybody to know that I prefer Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. Just me. I have. You know. I like what. Um. I don't know the comic. Oh, oh the gosh, I know. I'm, I'm on a tangent. Oh, okay, you're on a tangent. Gotcha. Like, yes, I like. Gosh, what's his name? The Avengers. Hope. Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. Thank you. It's not Eric Bannon. He's an abomination to, uh, pun intended, by the way. He's an abomination <laughs> to the Hulk franchise. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't get me wrong. Mark Ruffalo does a good job, but I prefer Edward Norton as Banner just because he shows a better contrast from. And I'm, I'm going into the words of Hulk himself, puny banner, to the Hulk. But yes, sorry, thank you for letting me go on my tangent. I, the, Mark Ruffalo, though, in the Avengers movies, what I like about him is his like kind of like antisocial, like kind of his reclusive attitude. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and absolutely. Like, and the fact it. that, like, I mean, clearly, like him and What's Her Face are totally in love. And him and like, Black Widow. He's all weird. Afraid of afraid to do anything. Yeah, I mean that's well, dude. If he comes, like, he might oh, fucking shoot through her head. <laughs> Like a bug hitting the windshield. I'm pretty. I'm, oh gosh. I should get back upstairs. So. You're not leaving us. Uh, I haven't seen my kids or my wife all day. Well, you still have like another hour before you get to see them again. Uh, but I think we've been recording for like two hours, haven't we? No, no one hour. Barely an hour. Because you guys decided to drink for a while. Oh yeah. Jack's fault. But no, like well, like you said, back back to this years. this totally awesome Hulk. I don't know how I feel about it. You can, we can, can you drop out if you need me? Oh, no, no. Before John. I want to hear about this totally awesome Hulk. So, yeah. this totally awesome Hulk. Um, not so totally awesome, not gonna lie. <laughs> They've gone away from Bruce Banner. And there's, there's little snippets here and there of flashbacks of what happened to him, and we don't have the full story yet. Basically, from what I can deduct, Bruce Banner is at this. I want to say it's like a power plant out in the middle of the ocean. And the nuclear reactor goes critical and threatens the lives of millions of people at the city on the coast that's only a couple miles away. And he goes in, hulks out. Well, obviously, he'd have to hulk out in the process. But he goes in all hulk and is literally absorbing all of this nuclear energy. And all this radiation. And they're trying to say that, from what I can tell, this they're trying to say that this is how it, he dies. This kills Bruce Banner. Which, I'm sorry, you can't kill the Hulk. So this was episode one? No, no, no. There have been two issues so far, issue. and there have been little snippets so far. They don't even, you don't even have the full story yet. But, because it's, it, well, the new Hulk is this Amadeus Cho, which they don't even say how he got his, the ability to turn into Hulk. It's, yeah. I hate it when they try to replace characters. I mean, I understand, okay, so the only time it's ever made sense to me was when Nightwing became Batman. Because Batman got old. Okay. Exactly. Or, you know, when Damien Damien Wayne becomes Batman. Yeah. Or, like, when, sorry, did you when Steve Rogers dies and Bucky has to take over. Or he gets super old and Sam, Sam Wilson has to take over. Well, there's that an obvious choice. There's but, a logic but when, to it. But, like, the Hulk thing is, like, that was a fuck-up in a fucking, like, 
yeah, chemistry how, lab somewhere. Like, yeah. how is that supposed to happen again? And how is that supposed to happen again? Yeah, there's exactly. no way to recreate. You cannot recreate those exact circumstances to make him whole. Right. Exactly. So. I think um, it's just a, it's just like what they did with you know Miles Morales, uh, Spider Man. What they did with uh, the new Miss Marvel. They're trying to appeal to a broader audience as far as bringing min- minority diverse. groups. Changing Thor to a woman. Here's here's my here's my thing about that. I I think that women and people of color and all those gay characters. I think that they should be characters. I think that they should have their own comic books. But, but I don't, don't think they try should to replace be replacing these other characters. Exactly. Like, okay. Um, DC came out with a comic called Midnighter. It's branched off from the Grayson comics. It's about the spiral, like you know, uh, kind of. Yeah, isn't is the main mm-hmm. is midnight gay? Exactly. Yeah. They made a new character and they made him gay. They didn't. That is. They totally didn't take fun. Batman and say, "Oh, he's gay now." You know. So. Because well, then you come into a whole, a whole, a whole other kinds of issues with him raising teenage boys on his own. But that's a whole other story. Oh Lord. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Over here, like, yeah, just he, because he's gay doesn't totally mean they went there. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that, uh, there's, that was, there's your other two listeners. Yeah. Fuck Close up the podcast. You got one person left. <laughs> God. It's, it's, it's David's mom. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, honey. Uh, no, like, I, I completely agree. Make new characters, do new things, and make them different. Make exactly. them gay. Make them women. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. I mean, I'm perfectly fine with, like, people, like, maybe choosing later on that their their sexual orientation is different. You know what I mean? But you can't change the gender or the color of people unless it's somebody taking over. Like, exactly, which I will say, which is fine. With I me. do kind of like how they did the new Thor. Yeah, Thor. I, which it really bothers me that I don't know what Nick Fury said into Thor's ear at the end of Original Sin. For those of you, this is dating back a couple years, mind you. It really bothers me that we don't know what he said to make Thor unworthy. Really want to know what that is. But he's unworthy. He cannot wield Mjolnir anymore. And now that there's someone else who is worthy, which, uh, you know, I'm going to go ahead and spoil it for you guys, Dude, both you both you listeners. Um, Jane Foster taking over as Thor. I think that's cool. I think... Shouldn't Thor be, like, be able to have it just by proxy of poking Jane Foster? <laughs> like... <laughs> he gets it back. Right? Through contact. Like, if he's worthy enough to sleep with her, why is he not worthy enough to sleep with her? I don't, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a mixed feeling for me because I do think that comics need to be more diverse. I think that there's a lot. And they're of doing a like it's a ton of whitewashing in comics. That's what it is. But but we'll comics about came out old time. Yeah, like I mean, it's the era they all day. came about. Yeah, exactly. That was okay. That was acceptable. That's what I'm saying. Like, but don't make this character this. When you have to create a new, a stronger superhero, that you know. So if you took, uh, like okay, uh, Sam Wilson's always been black. Yeah. If, like, for example, I haven't read it, it's at my house, but he gets, it's like Meet the New Falcon. Yeah. If it is, if, like, Sam Wilson became white, yeah. like, they, they wouldn't, they, that wouldn't be okay. No, no, no. You know, like, what I'm saying, like, I agree with you completely, but it, ha- it you're going to have to have that standard for everybody. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I think there should be more diversity in comics. I think there should be more women in comics. Absolutely. Um, you know, my, the main reason that my wife got into comics is because of Harley Quinn, because it was a woman. She reads all of those, like, super, like, the girl superheroes. Like, she reads Black Canary and right, all right. those things, because that's a girl, and it's, like, really exciting for her to see as a girl. She didn't grow up reading comics like we did. 
you know? Yeah. And so, um, but I, you know, I just don't think that they should be taking these characters and making them something they're not. No, I, I agree. I mean, you have that long-standing tradition, and like I said, you, you're especially with the big two. You're two of the biggest companies. I mean, not, you can say companies in the world. You know, Marvel yeah. being owned by Disney. Yeah. You know, you can pay people to come up with original ideas and original characters that are, you know, of color or different ethnicities or. Yeah. Uh, sexes or whatever, you know. I mean, I don't yeah. think it needs to be, you know. I mean, well, it's sexuality is fluid. Honestly, like that's one thing that I feel like they could change in a character that wouldn't change the character that much. Exactly, it's something that can because it's just change. because it's just sexuality. It's something you know. I decide one day I like you know a different gender, or whatever. But exactly. you can't be like, yeah, uh, that's... I'm gonna wake up Mexican tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, or I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and have yeah. no dick and have breasts. Yeah. Like, it's just, how, you know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, although I think if they did that, though, I mean, I think that would really... They had the I, first I transgender um, character in a comic, actually. It was that girl number, like, 40-something. Oh, really? A couple months ago, yeah. Well, that's really cool. It was well-received, so... Wow. Well, yeah, I think it should be, you know? But at the same time, I don't think... Like, I don't, I don't know, I guess... I, I mean, I don't know... Like, I kind of know the breakdown of our store... Like, 90, or no, probably 99% of the readers and subscribers are, you know, white guys. Well, that's because 99% of Cheyenne is white. Yeah, well, well, yeah, (laughs) I'm just just saying, like, maybe, yeah, maybe, like, I I don't know, but maybe the demographics as a comic book industry industry whole leans more towards the, you know... Caucasian male persuasion. Well, you know, I'd actually say, so Brenda's been doing a lot of research about um, demographics um, for the upcoming Cheyenne Comic Con, and she looked at Denver's, and for the last two years, um, it's almost 50-50 women and men. That is pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. It's like 48 to 52 or something like that. That's pretty good. So, fucking popular here. Like, no oh, you want me to call you too? And like, like, yeah, like I haven't gotten shit, and you're over here getting fucking blown up. You're over here like, getting blown up, and I have a random text from my ex. So, oh <laughs> man. So Jackson, tomorrow I am ordering oxymoron the trade paperback. Remember, it's that comic book we discovered a long time ago. Megan couldn't get it. It's really Jokerish. Oh okay. It's uh yeah, I'm ordering it, so I'll get I'll you. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, I'll have to get you one too. Because the uh, diamond doesn't have it, so we'll, we'll talk about that. Diamond one. doesn't have a lot of things. No, <laughs> but I'm not gonna knock diamond on the internet right now. So right, like, Probably, uh, uh, right now I'm, I'm running. You know. So I know, guys. I mean, we've got about an hour and ten minutes. I think that's looking pretty good. Is there anything else you guys want to touch base on? If I read more, I'd have much more to say. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I was gonna say you're a little behind. I think I'm so behind. Right you you have Saga and Trade, right? Yeah. Do you have like number one? Yeah. I might I might read that and then I'll review it and, and bring it on. So and then I'm gonna give these two Yahoos too because they live next to each other. So I mean, um, I'm telling you, you see them move out of your place. Right. Just yeah, save key wife and kids and move in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'd love that. But why, uh, why don't the the four of you just like find one of these apartments? Just get, bring two of them and knock out. Yeah, we could do that, yeah. Still kind there of expensive. 
So well, I didn't check. Did we check to see if we won the Powerball? I don't know. Did did we check the Powerball? What, what, see, it, it would, what uh, now that now that we're going Powerball topic, um, if 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 I win, which you know I'd have to actually buy a ticket to win, but if I win this Powerball, I uh, I don't think I'm gonna quit my job. You know, everybody. Says, I would oh, quit. No, see, I'm not gonna quit my job. I'm just gonna be. Don't put that on the internet. <laughs> No, I'm just I'm just gonna be an insufferable asshole until I get fired. No, see, I I like I probably quit my job, but I would in, invest in something different, like you know, buying a business. Yeah, like the comic book store. Oh, these are the numbers. Winning numbers on the ninth. What's today? Today is the thirteenth. When do they? Maybe they're supposed to drop. What time is it? Yeah, it is today. Yeah, it's Wednesday. They should have dropped. Maybe it's like ten o'clock or nine o'clock. Let's see. Number of winners on the ninth. Um, where does it say? Sorry, we're trying to see if we want it, so then we could just say the hell with this pot. I'm just kidding. No, we <laughs> no, do we this. Get, like, real no, we'd actually. If, yeah, right, we'd actually we'd be doing these a lot better. Right. I don't know that the sound quality to this is all right. We just. I don't know when they draw again. There's the numbers. Yeah, it is today. I just don't know when. Watch the drawing. See what time that might say with one of these. What what would you do if you if you won that? So that's like almost eight hundred million dollars just cash. No, it's it, oh it's a cash. Yeah, it's one point five billion if you just take it regular. Yeah, but with taxes, they, you know, you get yeah. you're gonna get boned by the government anyway. So. Yeah. The first thing I would do. Yeah, that's right, Obama. I know you can hear me. Government sucks. Well, hey, 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 come on. We're not getting political on this show. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm just man. saying that, I'm I just saying the government Obama sucks. Twice. I'm just saying Obama can hear <laughs> oh, us. Oh, shit, man. We're fucked. We have no <laughs> listeners now. <laughs> We're in Wyoming. No, and if you are listening, we, we are going to... I think I'm like one of five Democrats in the entire state of Wyoming. I'm pretty sure. I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, it doesn't say when it is, though. When's the next drawing? Yeah, I thought it too. Oh, uh, we'll just... well, we didn't win today. Well, we don't know. We also didn't lose. So let's... Drawing tonight. Drawing down. There we go. 3.13. Live results. Two hours ago. In the news. We're going we're gonna to make it big. And if it does, this podcast is going to be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be national. Nah, we're, you know, we'll, no. Here's what we'll do. We win the fucking lottery. We will rent a space and have like a set and do like a live streaming you can watch it we can either listen to us watch us on youtube fuck we'll create our own channel i have that gogo camera we should start recording ourselves i think, think we we're should. pretty funny as long as I you don't get go never mind uh revealed at so at in then like 10 minutes 10 minutes yeah and then we'll know yep uh, 11 p.m basically eastern time so Central would be nine or ten PM, so which means Mountain here. would be nine. So nineteen minutes to find out if I'm a billionaire. Yeah. Calm down, probably, Batman. Probably not. Calm like, down, what Batman. would be the ones? I'd fucking build a Batcave. That's what I would. That, would, that would be. I would, I would build a Batcave. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like that'd be my stupid money thing. Yeah. Well, what would your stupid money be? My stupid money thing? Like you don't have to spend it all, but just that one thing that you can't justify spending other than you just have the money. Yeah, Batcave. I would totally build a Batcave. Playboy Mansion. Playboy Mansion? I don't think 1.5 billion is enough to buy the Playboy. Yeah. Oh, good point. 
You can probably hang out there for a while, though. You can probably go party. VIP pass. There you go. God, I don't know, man. The girls that aren't Playboy. They're dead. They're not doing Playboy anymore. They're not? Or they're going to non-nudes. Yeah, no no more nudity in Playboy. No, lottery, I would have to have myself a house built with the entire basement is a giant movie theater, and I have a room, probably bigger than this apartment, just for my comic books. Right on display and everything. Yeah, nice like drawers and stuff. I would just get key issues. First cap, first Batman. I mean, if I had a billion dollars, I could turn around and buy that fucking action comic number one. Someone sold it for a million. Yeah. But yeah. you're not big in the suits. You, but you probably no, I'm not a big in the suits. But I did see Batman number one. Not not Detective Comics number 27, but Batman number one. I saw it at the end of last year. Oh, $60,000. Ooh. And it was like a five. Yeah, well, Batman's first solo title. Yeah. Wow. So, I, I, like, I just, like, I kept going through the and just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. And then he finally put it away. I saw some asshole, like, I'm, a, I'm on this site on Facebook where it's like, uh, buy, sell, trade comics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they do this shit called Whatever Wednesday where people just put up, like, their prized possessions. Some asshole had... Fucking Avengers number four, first uh, uh, Silver Age cap. Oh god, I was just like, you fucking son of a bitch, and it was like an eight point five too. Oh. oh, I was just like, god damn, because that's my girl. Like, because I realized I'll never be able to afford Timely Comics number one, and that's the first cap. I'll never be able to afford that, but yeah. like, it's like, like about ten grand for like you know an eight point five, you know. So it's I could probably get a lower grade for a couple grand. Oh, yeah, I've seen, like, on eBay, I've seen, like, lower grade, like, key issues go for pretty cheap. But, I mean, if I'm going to buy it, I'm going to invest in it. I want it to be at least a decent grade, a 7, at least. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? I would have bought that for $60,000. I would have bought it if I had the money. Oh, yeah. I, like, brought Brenna over there. I was like, come look. Come look at that. So, there it is. 2016. We have. Deadpool, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Civil War, Civil, Civil War, War, Doctor Strange. I want to say Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's Doctor Strange. It now, yeah. yeah, it's Doctor Strange. And there's another Daredevil's adding Punisher. Yeah, Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil season two like, on Netflix. What's What's your What do you look more like? What's the movie you're mo- most looking forward to? Deadpool, hands down. Deadpool. Deadpool. I love Deadpool, and I've I've said it so many times. In this. In this Deadpool movie, obviously Stanley has a cameo in every Marvel movie. In this Deadpool movie, for Stanley's cameo, if Deadpool does not recognize him, I would be severely disappointed because of how famous Deadpool is for breaking the fourth wall. I think that's my favorite thing about Deadpool. Yeah, he knows he's in a comic book. He plays jump rope with the fourth wall. Well, yeah, but then again, this is a mainstream thing, so people get it. I See, say, I hope they throw it in there just for the just for those of us who would get it. Yeah. Um, I've been saying this since we did our first podcast, Batman versus Superman. I'm excited about it. At yeah. first, like the whole Batfleck thing. Yeah, was like, like, eh, it was a little off putting. Now off putting. Now I'm like. Yeah. But now I've seen him like in the, like part where like he like saves that little girl. Oh, and that look and that look, look on his face. Shit, like I mean. 
I mean, it could be the worst movie in the entire world, but it's still Batman. I'm still gonna watch it. I'll probably see it in the theater three times. And, and then, like <laughs> so, in the previews, when he's Batman, he uses a voice modulator. Yep. There's no bat voice. You know. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh. That was the one day when like, Batman Begins came out, and I went and saw that. I was <laughs> like, what is he doing? Voice. <laughs> That's my Batman voice. Honestly, okay, I'm most looking forward to Civil War, but I'm most intrigued to see Suicide Squad. Uh, intriguing, yes. Because I mean, it's just like, what the fuck are they gonna do with this? Yeah, they got Absolutely. you got Jared Leto as the Joker. You're seeing Harley Quinn make her first appearance. Uh, you know, Killer Croc. I don't know, God, I love Killer Croc. Like he's like, I don't know. Except he's not in the current Suicide Squad. It's like the shark guy, or whatever the hell his name is. The what? The shark guy. Oh, King Shark. King, King shark. shark. Yeah, and not Killer Croc. Yeah, no. It, well, right now it's uh, Parasite, Harley Quinn, Deadshot. No, Amanda Waller. Also, I really like who they picked to play Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was. Viola really Davis. Like, yeah, and like, do you ever? She has. She's at the show. She's like an Oscar called um, "How to Get Away with Murder," and that show is so fucked up, and it is so good. I think she's gonna be awesome as Amanda Waller. So, Amanda Waller is one of those characters you love to hate. Well, see, at first I was kind of irritated. I'm like, why not use the one from fucking uh, Arrow? Arrow, because she's really good. Yeah, she was. But then they casted Viola Davis, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. Yep, that's that was fine. like the one way it could have gotten better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were talking about casting fucking Oprah at one point for it. And I was like, I can't see Oprah. I would have never watched that movie. He's <laughs> like, Oprah's in it. Psh, I'm Just, yeah, yeah, first he hates the gays, and now he hates fucking black people. <laughs> so, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, but I want to get you guys to do a little bit of homework. Uh, we just wrapped up 2015. Can we do like a top 10, your top favorite 10 titles of 2015? Make time in the next two weeks to do that. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Easily. Just I mean, you just kind of. I can already like start. Uh, I now can't. titles, as in like what comic books or issues. I do. We want to go specific. I want to go issues. You want to go issues? We can do issues. issues. That will. Oh god, we're gonna have to dig deep. But yeah, I'll do issues. Half of mine are probably gonna be those features end one shots. That's, that's I fine. I really loved features end. That's fine. Yeah. So <laughs> look forward to that. We'll be. Uh, Going over the top ten titles, we'll try to put that up later this month. So, uh, weeks, yeah. giant comic guys, DJJ, Jackson, ends up. All right, thanks for tuning in.